Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? You ready? It's Muggins Cream, it's Muggins Cream, it's Muggins, Muggins, Muggins Cream. <laughs> What's that from? It's because football's coming home, Daniel. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, two fat creams and one Muggins, two down. <laughs> I thought that would have been... That's the spirit. <laughs> now you're getting into the game. Uh, Do some more, that was a good one. No, nah, I just, look... <laughs> My, prob- my problem was never the concept, <laughs> it was always the delivery. Yeah, I actually fucked that one up because it should have been, it's Muggins Cream, it's Muggins Cream, it's Muggins, football's Muggins Cream, but then I just chucked the Muggins in. Uh, so welcome to the 100th episode, because what's going to happen after this is you're going to delete that episode you did with Elliot for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> one, there's abs of... Um, Royally fucked off. You can't day the hundred fucking episode without me on it. Like that's absolutely not allowed by any stretch. Like that is beyond a dick fucking move. You can't have the hundreds episode of, of Sloss and Humphreys on the fucking road without one of the named characters. It was a hundred and ten minute it was a it was a one hour ten minute special. <laughs> It's gone for that reason and the fact I've not listened to it yet, but I know she made fun fun of the depressedoids. So we're getting depressedoids. <laughs> it was being ironic. It was the anxiety always that. Oh well. Anyway. Can I ask you something? Right, no, we're deleting right, go on. Is that why you've come to London? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm in London, I'm going to come do the podcast And then as soon as I press record, you went on that tirade And I'm like, oh, you flew here <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually done because uh, Well, it's, it is a podcast day for me Because this was a bonus podcast So therefore I'm also like The 100th episode also means as little to me as it does to you yeah. uh, Dude, we're both doing Barry's podcast later on Because I promise I'm doing yeah. Barry's podcast World Cup um, podcast is fun as well. Yeah, I'll yeah. Be, I'll be and I've not, I've not it. seen him in fucking ages. And I've got the week off. And you know and, what? And it's, it's, uh, it's fucking such a cheap flight in London. Like, I'm flying up to Edinburgh next week. It's like 30 quid or something. Aye. Hey, if you book it far you enough. You get there in an hour. Aye. It's just dead oh. fucking easy. Um, uh, so, and also, it's your stag do. <laughs> stag do. You've got no idea how much I thought it was my stag do this morning. <laughs> nah. well, so, for those uh, that don't. Uh, Necessarily, no. Obviously, Kai's getting married uh, next year, and I, as best next man, year, it's next month. Oh, I September the eighth. Oh yeah, fuck. Okay, so it's this year. <laughs> oh, then oh, I've really fucked your statue. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, now I booked it for January next year. Oh man, um, that would be a surprise. So, um, me and uh, your other friend uh, Matthew Canning, who is sort of like backup. Uh, if anything happens to me. Uh, he'll be stepping in as uh, best man. <laughs> no, he's best man two. You're best man one, but he's best man two. <laughs> best man two, too furious. Uh, and he is by the start of this podcast. He's fucking furious. Oh, he's going to be more furious by the middle of it. Well, we've got something to tell you about, Matty. So, um, obviously, so we're in charge of uh, 
You're stacked. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Uh, I had a little for me might like fucking go you because you were trying to find out dear to you about your stack do which we've been doing our best and I think we've been doing quite well I've been doing a good job of not doing quite well you shared your diary with us on fucking I did I do that aye. <laughs> and I can't look a day past my diary in aye. case there's any clues with the stag in it what so do I, mean? I, I, like, I have to find out what gig I'm doing that day I wake up in the morning and go oh yeah sweet right. this is and Daniel's got a doctor's appointment <laughs> 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 you had no idea you did that until this morning I had no idea but fortunately as well I barely, I never use, because the main diary I use is uh, the one Marlena gives me, and you're not linked to my Marlena one. So I had a proper panic that you are getting everything I put into my diary. Thankfully, though, because I've not booked any of the flight. So the, the diary is, it's the, it's the Muff diary. It's Aye. the one we use to, for the shooting and sets when we recorded the hit, and for some- hit YouTube show Muff. Aye. And for some reason, it's it's still fucking linked there. And I was using it for personal stuff. Uh, and when you sent me that, I had a proper fucking panic. I was like, oh, God, like I must have put the fucking flights in there. Fully realising that I am utterly useless. And I had... Not even booked the flights. <laughs> well, oh, well, you've already given something away. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> yes. Oh, right, yeah. It's not the walk in the park I thought it was going to be. All right. So um, it, it, will co- it will come in handy for when I book the flights to make sure that... It's not. Uh, I, I just don't put them in that fucking diary. So you've you've helped me in a way. So thank you for that. Uh, but we've been doing our best sort of job to sort of make sure you're not getting any information. But what we also have been enjoying is making sure that you think every day is your stack. Because we realise I'm sick as fuck now. Like, I've been trying to stay in shape for the longest time, right? Because. <laughs> Just on the off chance it's somewhere nice and sunny, on the off chance you're gonna fucking strip us doing and fucking the handcuffs to something. Here's here's the shopping. What was that thought? So back and uh, return to that thought. Aye. Uh, I've been staying in shape and fucking trying to keep trying to keep my hair cut, <laughs> trying to, trying so to keep myself prepared okay. always to look good on holiday. Aye. Because you've got. I've been doing this since fucking March. <laughs> I'm sick as fuck. Just staying in shape, getting haircuts, looking after yourself. Shaving my beard. Is that what you did? Nah, nah, shaving my beard because I, I just gave up. I was looking twat for too long. Like the whole thing with the beard is like get through the awkward phase. Aye, like, get through the awkward phase. It's better now. Like that's much better. Yeah, I just train it with clippers. I put on number two and just trim it with clippers. That's better than the fucking it, awful, 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 awful. Like it's. It's actually worth it in, in a way because now it's like more of a like when I do it with a number two clip as it's like more full. It's number two that explains why it's still fucking shit. Hello! (laughs) Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So I've been like, because this is the thing with fucking being in shape, right? We're trying to they get in holiday shape if, if it's what you go for like, well, like we say be, be, I'm not going to fat shame I promise right, be beach body ready one find a beach two have a body right, that's how right. we be beach body ready right. but for me it's number three brackets optional alright yeah being good Nick it's just uh, I choose option three and every time I get on hold I like to do that there's been times in my life where I've been in good shape and I'm in a stage of my life now where I'm not in good shape I'm not in awful shape I'm not the worst shape I've been in but I'm in this fucking happy major I'm like you know what? I don't have a fucking belly. I don't have muscles, but I don't have a belly. I'm a naturally skinny person. You'll do default guy. Oh yeah, default. Like just default set. Like default I'm just body on I've, Skyrim. I, I've played Skyrim before. This is my second go, and I'm less invested in the character. I'm like, I just play the game. Yeah. So, um, so when when you're trying to. 
be peak. Mm. Like your diet has to be super on point. Like you fucking do cardio when you're fasted in the mornings and shit like that. You know, I mean, like trying to like fucking maintain that level, but you can only do that for a couple of weeks before mm. your life shit. Aye. You know, it's good for a couple of weeks when you're getting the gains, but when it's like when you're doing that as maintenance, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck that. So I've just started, the last couple of weeks I've just been drinking again. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> Went off the rails, hurt my foot. Aye. Started boozing. Uh, so the pendulum is swinging back hard. I mean, you've got time to get back into shape. Surely that should be that's one that's one factor that I didn't necessarily factor into, like a clue that would be when your stag do is is it's when I start going to the gym. Yeah, <laughs> like the sec the second I'm like, if you're like, do you want to get drunk at one in the afternoon? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't. You'll be like, right, it's in three weeks. I was like, I took a look at Elliot the other day and I was like, oh, fuck me, my stag do mustn't be for ages. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it in November? <laughs> um, so this morning, I have never been more convinced it was my stag do. And I thought it's what Have something. you told the story about I remember, Ma- after, uh, Matty in the airport after the other stag do you oh, were on? I don't think I have, not right. yeah. So this game started with, basically we realised that... With, I, I tell Elliot the story the other day, but I don't think I told him on the podcast. So if I did, I apologise. I'm really uh, bad at remembering when uh, I've said stuff. I've got severe drug damage. So me, me, and, uh, me, and, me and Matty realised that... The, you know, with with all the information that's going around about the with, with you know the people involved and everything, it's very easy that you will not through your own investigation, but you might stumble across some information to do with Stagdu, and you can't stop those leaks happening. So the only thing you can do is put in seventy times as much information, right? Bury the truth amongst so much fucking lies. Yeah, there's been. Uh, it's I've a very already, Trump administration. I've thing already we're doing. been uh, it, 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 like I, I keep picking up shit, but then I pick up like contradictory shit, <laughs> and it's like wives are giving us fucking like uh, spoilers, and then like fucking Elliot. Elliot done a spoiler yesterday. That wasn't a spoiler. He went, "I'll see you tomorrow." Oh shit! As he was saying, "See you tomorrow," and then <laughs> walked off. And I was like, "She stuck to tomorrow." <laughs> And Natalie was like, no, but he was clearly joking. Even uh, when he did it, he was telegraphing aye, it. Aye. And like, I was like, he was, but like, that's how we would telegraph it if we fucked it up. Aye, if we aye. fucked it up, we would telegraph it. I mean, maybe this like, is, maybe today's, I mean, we are going to meet Barry later on. Fat Barry. Was <laughs> 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 skinny Barry at our Barry? <laughs> so after your stag do, with uh, after you met Brucey's stag do, not Brucey. Was oh, it, yeah, it was Bruce Stagg. Uh, Bruce Stagg. I'll be fair. Which fucking, by the way, keened it there. Aye. Like, so then in the airport. The, full throttle. Aye. And then on the way back, you're, you're, you're on a massive come down. You're in the, he's, he's, he's all, you've all been on them fucking wild holders aye. before, right? And you know, when you get back, you get back and you're in the airport and it's like the home stretch. You just want to cuddle, right? And I'm like, fucking, I've picked up my bag and I got into the bathroom and I'm at the arrival having a piss and I just feel this blindfold come across my eyes and Matty went, it's your stag do. And I was just like, no, no, no way. You can't do your stag do after a stag do. Like, that's just not, not cricket, that's Instantly, like I would have been torturing, but instantly my fucking mental preparation was going on. You can do this. <laughs> I would have been shit crackling. I would have been knee crack after that. That's the act who had everything. So we've just we've I, so me and I have then taken ourselves in, and I mean, every interaction I've had with you for the past month and a half. Anytime I've seen you, I've always said. It's your stag do. Even when we played Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. You, you dropped us off a couple of potions and went down these. It's your stag do. Not up, down in potions. 
And so obviously I turn up today, I'm doing Barry's podcast, send your message, be like, it's just tagged you, or is it? But it isn't. Or is it? So did that make me think it was just tagged you today? So that, that lady's got to uh, give us a couple of instructions today, which tethered us to the house, which I, I'm always like, oh, I'm always dubious when um, I'm being kept in a place where like, I cannot physically go anywhere else that like, right. uh, I'm, being, I'm being... It was the second free will's taken away, because it's like, yeah. I, just just, I would be in the house normally, but the fact that I'm now oh. specifically being told that I can't leave the house... Today could not have been a gamble that I just happened to be at the shops, at the pub, you know, went yeah. for a sleazy massage. Aye. Um, because the, I had to be in at 10 o'clock for the cleaners coming, Aye. and then I had to be in any time between 12 and 2, conveniently yeah. 2 hours. And then I suddenly, well, then I suddenly text you going, so, where are you? So the, the, uh, the cleaners hadn't arrived yet, it was like 10 o'clock, it was just on 10, and you texted saying, where are you? And I was like, making breakfast, and you were like, in the flat, and I was like, yep. And then you were like, I've just landed, I'll see you in a bit. And then as soon as that text conversation was done, knock, knock, knock at the door. <laughs> and I'm and the t- in the cleaners. I didn't expect Mulfi Sanders to be so no, front of You're cleaners. And look, look. <laughs> no, uh, so no, there, there was one of them who was a, a bit older than us, right? right. And, but like, still got it. Mate. She was a beautiful woman. But then her daughter, friend, uh, uh, niece. My- Look, for, for my wank later on, it's her daughter. And I mean, it's it's 30 degrees outside, right? So, uh, of course, they're going to be wearing this nice tight vest and everything. Uh, it's, just, it's one of those ones where you're like, you know, it's, it's one of those moments where it's hard to be a that feminist. for me. She wasn't dressed like that Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of those moments. There was a duality of purpose going on. <laughs> it's one of those times you're like, I'm a fucking terrible feminist because you're like, look, I know women do not always dress for men, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean when you don't put effort in, that's yeah, not like, fucking like attractive. For instance, like, for instance, I did have a tight top on, and yes, that was because the cleaners were coming, but duality <laughs> purpose, it is a lovely day. So, <laughs> so it actually had the reverse thing. But these, these two lovely, friendly, smiley, beautiful Eastern European girls arrive for me, don't come And you're just waiting for them to start stripping. <laughs> and I am like, oh my God, Natalie's in on it, right? He's getting a strip as guys as clean as they come to me. Who's, I'm like fucking checking the bookshelf for a hidden camera now. <laughs> they didn't even bring any cleaning equipment and stuff like they were asking us about cleaning equipment but apparently that's what right. and you were just like no no I'm the dirty one <laughs> and they were like eh? <laughs> these poor eastern Europeans being like you were just there being like I'm just going to go sit down in that chair over there there's uh you know do your worst <laughs> just watching them clean around you being like alright it's a slow build up so Shortly after they arrive, right, because I'd literally just finished making my breakfast, right, right? I sit down and have my breakfast and I was just saying, you know what, probably clean us, because I'm probably overthinking this. (laughs) (laughs) My phone rings and it's Matty, and I'm like, oh my fucking God, what is happening? (laughs) Danny texts us through the fucking blue, are you in? Knock, 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 these girls come in to clean the house. Then Matty rings us and he's just went, "Uh, I just just want to chat to you about something. Uh, He was like clearly outdoors somewhere, Hmm. I don't know if he was driving or walking or whatever, but I was like, the, the conversation that he had with us, like, he asked us not to repeat this on the podcast, by the way. Sweet. So we'll, we'll bleep his name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in fair enough, that he asked us not to say anything, but you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> um, 
Has he just started telling us a story about um, the night before last? You know, he's, uh, this is probably weird. He didn't want us to talk about it. It's personal, really. Right. He, broke, he broke up with his long-term girlfriend right. not, not that long ago. They were on good terms, as far as I'm aware, and they're both happy with the yeah, situation. They're still very fond of each other, and the, you know what, like. He didn't say this and she didn't say this, but in my mind, them getting back together isn't off the cards. Yeah. But it's not on the cards. It's just like, there's no. There's, I've, I've, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. I'm already saying too much about his private life. Oh. So he went uh, out on a Tinder date the other day, and, uh, and he ended up going to a bar in Newcastle, and he knew that these exes on holiday. Must be, must be exciting for him, though, just to sort of take it off. Because like, my E. Uh, much like yourself, has been in a relationship for the whole time Tinder's existence. Yeah, like you've Wait. never and uh, to like, I can't imagine what that must be like to suddenly just to be in a relationship. Obviously, you were both you obviously you get fucking married uh, to the love of your life. Matty was hugely in love with her this whole time. Like, there's obviously you're like, I wish I was on Tinder, but there's always got to be a bit of you being like, fuck, if that if that had been out when I was single, for the love of fucking god, like I. The golden years of Tinder, though, and this is what I want to say to him, they're over. The golden years of Tinder are done. Yeah. They're absolutely. It had its moment in the sun. It had its moment in the sun. I, uh, I, I've been off Tinder for a year. Elliot Steele was up at my house the other week, and I read them. Is that why you think they're done? <laughs> <laughs> they've lost a star player. Beckham's went to Elliot Galaxy. <laughs> But just like Tinder used to be the thing, like nobody knew about Tinder when Tinder first came out. You always got told by a fucking friend of yours. I, Lloyd Griffith told me about it. I was like, Lloyd Griffith was like, this app's the tits. That's how you heard about Tinder. And I was like, what is it? He's like, it's just a fucking hookup thing. I was like, there's no way this is true. I downloaded Tinder. I was in Australia. It was with you and Jamie McGee out there. And I remember. Oh, it was, yeah. That was when I. We f- got our door. You got, you got that fucking join out to come and take the door out and put a fucking revolving carousel door in there instead. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking horrendous. Like, we made, like, you wouldn't even announce that it was happening. Like, fucking me and Jimmy would just be sat playing Tiger Woods golf with you. And then, and then I'd be like, do, do, do. like man, someone, I didn't. Someone ordered pizza. <laughs> Tinder, because I thought Tinder was going to be, like, this is again, back in the golden generation of Tinder, I thought Tinder was going to be like a lot of the other plenty of fish dating apps, where it was like, oh, look, most of us are here just for a fucking good time, but it is a fucking dating app. So that's what I went into Tinder with, and it was not that. I remember my first date in Australia on a fucking Tinder date with a girl. And she was like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm just here drinking with friends. She was like, oh, do you mind if I join you for a drink? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. She came over, and then 10 minutes into the thing, she was like, when are we going to fuck? And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, when we have sex. I was like, what? She's like, it's Tinder. It's a hookup. I was like, I didn't know that it was this fucking brazen, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah. Went back, had fucking great sex. She was like, the whole time, if you want to hook up again, just fucking hit me up, let's do it. Went on a second date. This girl had just joined Tinder, right? So this is when it maybe gets a bit fucking weird. She just got out of a relationship, right? And I was like, it's your first time Tinder? She was like, yeah. And I was like, man, I just remember one, my first date the other day was mint. She was like, wow, what happened? I'm like, the girl came and just fucked me. <laughs> then you said that <laughs> your second Tinder date. Like, so when were you going to have sex? This is not what I'm here for. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was, I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, is that what the, is that what the website, is that what the app is? And I was like, oh, it must be. Like, that's, I mean, that's why I'm on it. Is that what you're on? She was like, yeah, that's what I heard it was for, but I guess... And I was like, well, I guess it's up to us to decide whether it is that. Obviously, no pressure on you, but like, that's obviously what I'm here for. It's what you're here for. We ended up hooking up. That happened twice more that fucking festival. Then I went to American stuff. It's perfect for a familiar city for a week. You just meet someone. You have fun with them for a week. A week-long fucking romance. It was great, right? It was so good for so many years. I really, really enjoyed it. Every girl I met, 
In fact, 90% of them had a fucking great time with. If I met them now, could I sit down, have a fucking pint, good fucking chat? And then when I rejoined Tinder the other fucking week, and I know the golden generation's over, right? Just people in their profile being like, not here for a one night stand. Get off the one night stand up then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, fucking, yeah. there are apps for you. You have, uh, don't wrong, absolutely. It's uniform dating. <laughs> I, like, you've got plenty of fish. Like, we invented an app. For the people that were just and 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 it's not gender specific. It's not just men that want hookups, right? It's not. And uh, with one night stands, I get it because you know it's more fucking responsibility. There's a certain level of fucking trust involved, and that's why I mean when Tinder becomes shit because all the fucking creepy men start hearing about <coughs> this app and they come on and they're the because it's this one night stand up or this hookup pack. They suddenly think that they don't have to be human anymore. So, cre- when, so when it got mainstream, it got creepy. When it got mainstream, it got creepy because all these guys had heard the fucking stories that I was telling, which was like, oh my God, I met this fucking great girl. We went out for a couple of drinks, we ended up buying it. was great fun. Great. Yeah. And they're like, so you just hook up? And it's like, no, you meet someone who has a similar interest and desire to you. You find it if you're compatible. Yeah. And if you're both human beings. And then in a small interaction, you prove that you're not an utter bellend. And that's it. <laughs> and the, 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 you've only got one thing to do is not be a cock. Not be a cock. <laughs> and then it's done. But then all these fucking guys start coming on, think they're fucking old fucking sex. Yeah, they don't realise they don't be a dick bit. Don't be a, don't be a dick bit. And then so obviously then they're, they're flooding the fucking market. So then and the then girls, the have, girls to have to filter through. Got to filter through guys. that fucking shit, and yeah. now it's just this thing. Now it's that thing of you standing in a crowd being like, "I'm not like the rest of them," which is the worst thing any fucking man can say at any point. Because deep down, yes, you fucking are. So Matty is on one of his first uh, prove yourself Aye. second wave of Tinder date, um, where he just uh, he, he knew his uh, his ex to be on holiday, so he was like, "Well, I'm not going to really bump into by any of my friends because they're all away, right?" And then he ended up. Uh, a little smooch in the pub. Why? <laughs> well, not a little naughty snog. <laughs> a little naughty snog. Dirty, dirty lips. And then, uh, and then he come up for air. Just like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> he come up. He sees his girlfriend's flatmate, ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Girlfriend's flatmate's boyfriend, a girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend, or something like that. Ex-girlfriend's flatmate's boyfriend. So, that, so he's, uh, so he's like, oh, that, that was a lead back to my ex that I kissed a girl, and I like this. <laughs> <laughs> And he's telling us this on the phone. And I'm like, 10 minutes into this story, which you pretty much long-winded and all that, right? And I was like, he just wanted us to tell you kids so much. <laughs> like, I felt like he was keeping kept us talking. I just kept like, you on the phone. I genuinely just while I'm running around the house setting up banners and balloons. Uh, I genuinely felt like he was keeping us on the phone because he like he rang us for this chat, right? And I feel like this could have happened, right? You go, right, uh, he's in the house. The girls, the girls were right. Keep them, keep them talking until everybody gets there. And this is how much I'm overthinking everything, right? Because if you had said to Matty, right, if you had had this conversation, hey, phone Kai and keep them talking. Well, what am I going to say? I don't know. Tell him anything. And that is the type of half-baked, boring shit that he would come up with. If he had to keep us talking. So I hate to disappoint you. Matty's just shit chat. <laughs> It's not exciting, mate. He's just crap chat. <laughs> I was kind of, she wouldn't even believe that when Martha gets back to Matty. Oh, Matty's kissing a girl on the fucking head of steam. She'd be going, no, yeah, that's got to be Chinese whispers. That ain't been fucking months and months before he gets any of his chat. So, um, so the phone is like, beep, 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 just fucking cuts off because he's like driving to work through the A69 or whatever, towards Carlisle, semantics. And, um, and I come out, and as I come out, the thing, the... Um, 
one of the cleaners come up and give us a little note saying, uh, is there any chance you could get these things? Because like, I'd said to them when they come in, when they didn't have any cleaning stuff, I was like, cleaning stuff's in here, if there's anything you need, I'll go to the shop. And then um, she'd give us like a list of, uh, we need a mop and bucket, we need some bleach and all that. Oh, right? And I was walking to the shop and I was like, ah, this isn't me stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have planned it to the point that the sent us for bleach. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, actually, just a double bluff. Yeah, it's just tattoo. We, get, we, we need the bleach because we're getting rid of Elliot's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's tattoo is so bad. When we rinsed him for it, he didn't have a sense of humour about it. Uh, well, I think. Look, right, and I, I, I never do this, but allow me to jump to uh, Elliot's defence very briefly, right? I think what his stance is is right that he likes the tattoo, yep. and that he's his claim, which uh, for the purposes of this being his mate, I'll believe him. He wanted it in a specific tattoo. Elliot does love Japan. He likes all the fucking artwork of that. This is a Japanese style drawing. Yeah, actually, of a, it's a specific style of Japanese drawing, which Conor McGregor has the um, the Japanese style gorilla on yes, his chest, right? Yeah. In the heart. Where's everybody's also aware of that guy, right? right? And I mean, I'm from, I'm coming from a point where I've got shit tattoos, so, so I, I'm just relishing the opportunity to be able to punch back. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of my, it's like, it's suddenly someone also now has a shit tattoo, so I'm jumping on. And Elliot doesn't realise his is shit, doesn't think it's shit because it's exactly what he wanted, right? It's, it's <coughs> spot on from the image that he wanted, it's where he wanted it, it's how he wanted it. Our thing is, we're just like, the tattoo is shit. Not the tattoo artist, not the star- like it's coloured in beautifully, but we're just like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like a tiger. And his whole thing is, it's not meant to look like a tiger. And we're like, then why does it look like a fucking tiger? Like, if it's not meant to look like a tiger. Yeah, it looks enough to, it looks enough like a tiger. Right. Like, it looks like a proper retarded tiger. <laughs> and I don't like using that word, but it was. Oh, like we've, discussed, we've discussed the word retard on the podcast before, and again... Oh, the only reason I don't like using that word is because of other people's misconception of the word. I look, I as I've said, I've said before, I've said again. I had a sister uh, who was, by all definitions, retarded. Retarded. When you use the word retard, it does not make me think of my sister. Retarded it makes me think slow. It, was he slow? That's a, that's a song of uh, <coughs> Baby Driver. Aye. Whenever you say so, the word, sung, sung by paedophile Kevin Spacey. Aye, notorious paedophile. Notorious. P A E T E O F. You get the joke. Yeah, got it. Thanks. Um, Thanks for spelling it out to us. <laughs> Go away. Um, <laughs> all right. What was my point? Your point, your point was you got the tiger that was retarded, right? right. So because it looks like uh, it, it is, it is a tiger by all accounts, right? But it's so spazzed up a tiger. <laughs> spazzed is a bad word. <laughs> it's so buzzed up a tiger. <laughs> we I mean, photoshopped its face under other tiger on every tiger. On any can... like a cultural reference tiger from fucking Tony the Tiger, the fucking tiger from Winnie the Pooh. Touch Connor the Regis tiger tattoo. Tiger tattoo, and we have just been sent a belter of the MGM grand video of the lion doing the raw but with that face on <laughs> and Tom Horton doing a <laughs> oh, oh, yeah yeah but with Elliot's voice <laughs> uh, so we're fucking fleeced him about it right and then he god bless his soul right he, I, I wish I'd get a screen cap of this as well I didn't because I was waiting for it to reach the hour so I put on a fucking I put on that flurry of photos right. his tattoo plus a fucking bunch of the photos that were photoshopped and it was like 100 likes within fucking half an hour and I think it, cl- it bottomed out on over 200 and, uh, and it, it just got heat 
you know, he'd almost become a meme. Aye. Like, it got, it got shares off people who weren't on my friends list. Aye. So it would almost fucking got traction, right? Aye. It was that fucking, put that bad, slash good. Um, and he put up a post saying, oh my God, I uh, just got my first tattoo. I didn't read the book on how much it was going to hurt on my ribs. I wish somebody warned us about that. And uh, it was just like, it just did normal, this is my new tattoo. Oh my God, it hurts post. 44, 44 minutes, no likes, no comments, no fucking interaction. Because they, they all seen it. <laughs> with nobody, <laughs> nobody even rinsing them. Like everyone was over there, and I was waiting for it to hit an hour so I could screen cap it. And then uh, when I when when I went back to see if it hit the hour, it was gone. So he let it hit the hour, realised it was getting off, and deleted it, and then shared mine. Going, well, this is funny. <laughs> so he just like he'd went away from like. I can oh, see. I'm not going to get any sincere responses, <laughs> so I'm going to let the shock value and the comedy value like get, it, get the attention for us, and. Uh, and then he started biting back in a WhatsApp group that we're in, saying, like, he's 21, let him live his life. Like, that's the tattoo he wanted. Why are we bothered? Like, trying to bring age into it. Why are you bothered at your age? Like, what fucking, what are you getting on skin? And, um, and I started feeling bad, so I texted him an inbox, just going, are you all right, mate? Like, uh, is everything okay at home? <laughs> yeah. And, like, this thing with Morgan's really kicked your ass, hasn't it? <laughs> And, um, and he fucking he replied, going, no, fuck off, me." <laughs> with no audience. <laughs> and you were like, oh, am I taking this too far? Because <coughs> you're the one that put it on Facebook, and I explicitly told you not to put it on Facebook. Well, this is, uh, this is why I put it on Facebook, and I swear by this, right? When he said, don't put these on Facebook, these photoshops, don't put them on Facebook, I'd rather you didn't. I don't want me tattoo on Facebook. I looked and I saw that he'd put it on Instagram story. So I screen capped the Instagram story and used that as the, my mate posted this on Insta. Because if you post that online, I could have done that in the comfort of my own home. Aye. He, he, also, he also did post it, as you said, he posted it on Facebook. Mm. So, uh, you enjoying uh, that cider, mate? It's lovely. It's proper. It's really nice. What kind is it? It's old moot passion fruit and apple cider. Old it's, moot. It's absolutely the taste of the summer. So if you could please tweet old moot. Aye. Not the listeners, you. Aye. Is it moot like an Australian word for pussy? No, that's moot. <coughs> now, root, root means shaft. Aye, root, root, aye, root means pull over. No, no, I'm, I'm almost certain in uh, moot. Moot. Like, I'll get, I'll, I'll, honestly, because Nick Cody will listen to this within the next four days, I guarantee I'll get a message moot. from him. Well, a, ki- a king's moot is like a way I think it's like a. You pick a new king, isn't it? When, like, the. Aye. There's You'd no direct heir to the throne, so you have a moot. There's moot. I'm pretty sure because there's debate in Australia about how it's spelled, whether it's A O U T M U M double O T or M U with umlauts T. With umlauts? Umlauts. Is that what you have above the O and doppelganger? What? Umlauts, the, the dots above the O. Uh, a doppelganger is someone who looks like you. Yeah, yeah, but you put umlauts on the O on doppelganger. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So those are umlauts. Yeah, they're the two little dots. Yeah, yeah. Do you not know that? Ah, oh, there you go. Umlauts. Umlauts. Uh, do you know what ellipsis is? Ellipsis. I don't know what your ellipses are. <laughs> 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 oh, so loose. <laughs> <laughs> loose lips kiss ships. <laughs> um, What's ellipses? Ellipsis is the three dots at the end of a thing, like etc. etc. Eh? dot dot dot. Oh. Or if you're just like, um, meanwhile, dot dot dot. Right. It's like when you find out uh, fucking brackets are called parentheses. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they? Parentheses, open parentheses, uh, open parentheses and closed parentheses. So it's podmas. <laughs> <laughs> Not podmas. 
Bodmas. Uh, uh, when you're doing some. Oh, Bomb Das. Bomb Das? Bomb Das? I think it's similar. All I remember is because I didn't actually learn it. I remember I made my math te- I was 12 years old. I made my math teacher laugh because he wrote Bomb Das up on the screen on the fucking whiteboard. And he was like, right, write down the rules. And all I wrote was, bored of maths, dumb and stupid. <laughs> and he was such a shit math teacher. They just laughed and let me have the answer and never corrected it. And I think he got it wrong because the day in the ends of the way, I'm sure. <laughs> However, uh, yeah. do you know the? How did you remember your trigonometry? I, I don't. Because um, it was silly old Harrison caught. Because I mean, teacher was called Mrs. Harrison. Yeah. Silly old Harrison caught a haddock trolling off Ashton. <laughs> so is that sort of same <laughs> same cos tan? Same opposite. Same opposite tangent. Yeah. So use the opposite and the tangent and when you ah oh fuck I can't I can't remember I, I remember how I remember it I can't yeah. remember what it does I don't yeah I don't I don't remember any of those uh, ones I was like uh, I don't know if we've discussed this on the podcast but uh, you know those sayings that people have uh, like oh blood blood is thicker than water and um, you know um, oh fuck Morgan's just thicker than cream stuff like that. <laughs> Oh, you like the items now, don't you? Uh, you like, uh, you like uh, them I mean, when they paint you in a good light? I'm a, I'm a fan of that one. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, all fools, uh, all fools, oh no, what is it? Great minds think alike. So all those sort of, all the, I don't know, all those idioms, we cut out the second half of them for some reason, and the second half are always actually much more important. So the phrase is always, uh, great minds think alike, but the follow-up is, but fools rarely differ. Yeah. And so the actual point of the idiom is, no matter how intelligent you, you are, if you meet... Someone similar to it's not it's not a sign of intelligence. Uh, the other one is um, blessed be the meek, but the that? meek inherit the earth. <coughs> oh, there was uh, blood is th- blood is thicker than water. That comes from the, uh, blood is thicker than water of the fucking wind, but thicker than the blood of the covenant. So the actual thing is actually the friends you make in life are more important than the ones that. Uh, are assigned to you by birth, but somebody you kept it. And just, somebody uh, you kept. They cut off the they second give half. Give you the bit that you that they want you to hear. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. But we never say the second bit, right? Because jack of all trades, master of none. You're like, oh, you're, looking, you're doing all these things. You're a master of none. But the actual finishing of it is, but better than a master of one. Yeah. It's better to be good at many things than it, it is to be perfect at one. And then they do the. <laughs> First the worst, second the best, but everybody forgets. Third the best of all the rest. <coughs> Fourth the hairy princess. You know? You know? Science. Can you pause it while I get some more? I'm coughing like a fuck. Are you dying? Are you alright now, mate? Hi. I thought I was going to have to rush you to a and there. You're going full, full, full anthrax. Alright, well, so basically, um, last week I got like a bit of a fucking uh, flu, like just sort of a bit coffee thing, just heavily medicated. Got through it and then did that fucking stupid thing in the second I started feeling better. I was like, I'll stop taking the medicine. Which you should always finish. Your, Follow your course. Well, you've always got to finish your antibiotics because otherwise, even if your illness is over, you've got to finish the fucking course because otherwise you give the germs a chance to... You know, doctors aren't giving you extra pills just being like, I just, just in case you drop one. Like they're, giving you, like, they're giving you the required amount to fucking take. You want one for your mate? I just some. You may go to a party. I just take a bunch. You might spew some of them up. Just for, I take these and fucking keep them doing whatever. I Sex, nine. Who's counting? I'm a doctor. Who gives a shit? Like, they're very specific. Got bigger fish to fry. People have got cancer. I'll take Liam McGigley. Nah. So I didn't finish my course of antibiotics, so it's now raining its fucking ugly head again. 
Yeah, well, isn't antibiotics giving you some of the illness to make your immune system react to the illness? No, that's... And then your uh, immune system... <coughs> is that not what antibiotics is? No, that's that's what... Um, Immunization, inoculations. Yeah, that's what inoculations are. Right. Because I've already got the thing. They would be like, they're, they're not backing up the flu. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking thick twat. Like, Let's give you more flu. Like, <laughs> they stop the measles by giving you a tiny bit of the measles so your body learns how to fight the measles. It's not like when you get the measles, they're like, send more in. <laughs> We're losing on the front line. Yeah. Don't have broke my leg. Break the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got to learn he's got to fucking learn one way or another so no my antibiotics did not have any of the flu in it and if they, maybe they did maybe that's why it's back <laughs> the doctor was a cunt so what you've done then this is my logic Aye. probably right is that uh, your antibiotics were fighting the flu the flu are putting up a fucking fight, building an army to fight against the antibiotics, and then you withdrew the troops. <laughs> <laughs> and the flu just went, oh, I was expecting some opposition. Let's ravage his lungs and his throat. No, I think it's more like, my, I think my body won the battle, but just like didn't get rid of all the looters. Oh, yeah, you didn't shoot in the head the fucking ones that laid down and pretended to be dead. Uh, <laughs> so I've just got some looters. Like, it's not as bad as it was last, like, last yeah. week. I was a fucking horrific. You've got to stab the corpses, like. Aye, and this one, look. Double tap, make sure they're dead. <coughs> Fuck! Sorry, you keep talking while I die. I think it's that uh, that cider. It's a dry cider, isn't it? I th- no, I think it's like... It's not, dry, it's not a dry cider, it's very fucking wet. By all accounts, fucking spill some on your paperwork and tell us <gasps> if it's dry. Oh, did I tell you this the other day? I don't know if I have actually told you this. This is going to be greatly oh, oh, exciting. Ex- exclusive. Oh, right, mate. So... We were speaking about this actually a bit earlier. Remember that Adelaide that you, me, and Jimmy McGee were out in um, Adelaide? I don't yeah. know why the start of that sentence was the same as the end of it, but there you go. Double yeah, information. Cool. I was, yeah. Um, we got absolutely horrifically fucked on the last night, so much so that the next day we forgot we had dinner with the Tobins, right, who were organising our. Uh, Everything out there. So they were taking us for dinner the next day. We woke up at like one in the afternoon. I'm trying to remember what the place was called. Oh, the, ve- the venue. It was, and I know exactly where it is in Adelaide as well. It's not far from the gardens of Unearthly yeah. Delights. Oh, yeah, it's just across the road. We went yeah. to that restaurant with them, right? Yeah. Now, do you remember that fucking red wine we had, right? Yes, the Côte de Rhone. And the you Côte thought Côte de Rhone was the name of the wine, I did. but then you found out that Côte de Rhone's a region. It was. And you have since been trying every Côte de Rhone. Yeah, you found the wine? I found the wine. Have you? Right. So it's a fucking four-year fucking pilgrimage. My, oh, five. If, I think it was five or six. So we tried this wine. I, I was found the fourteen were there. So I yeah, was, just over four. So it was. Uh, I was so. It was the best red wine I've had in my life. It was like I was so hungover. <coughs> I was not in the mood for drinking at all. And this was like drinking silk. It was like yeah, it was drinking like it had, silk. It had, uh, not that I'm a wine connoisseur, but it didn't have any tanning quality, did it? It didn't mm. have any, like, uh, you know, when it sometimes sticks to the roof of your mouth and gives you that dry feeling on the roof just, of your mouth. It just, it just, uh, it flowed down. And it was, like, it was flavorful, but it was so smooth, and it was, it, and was, it wasn't too fruity. wasn't too fruity, it wasn't better. It was fucking perfect. I can't, I can, like, I remember vividly. Like, yeah. uh, I don't, can you taste memories? Can you memorize taste? Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I can remember what, like, I can vaguely remember what it tasted like to the point that if I had it now, I would know what it was. Exactly. So I always knew that I'd know the fucking flavour again. And so all I did was remember that it was Coast Rhone, and I thought Coast Rhone was a type of wine because I'm an idiot. Coast Rhone is a region of France, a very fucking large region of France. 
Obviously, di- different bottles come out every year from different fucking areas, different types and everything. And ever since then, any time I've seen a bottle of Costa Rone anywhere, I've bought it and I've tried it. Just, just, I was like, you know what, this will be an eccentric game to play for the rest of my life. And when I'm 67, right, my wife will have found the wine and I'll be yeah. like, ah, and then I'll die after taking one sip. You'd always be having that doubt as well that like, I wouldn't have because of what I'd ate before it, given a different taste when I had it. I wouldn't have, have like, you know, if you have it like... You know, if you brush your teeth after drinking orange juice, right. or if you drink orange juice after brushing your teeth, it's got a completely different taste. I wonder if it would have that effect, so that you could have tried it, but you would have had it after drinking, eating something sweet, Aye. and it had changed the flavour of it. Man, I went out with my old schoolmates, uh, little Ali, big Ali, great, great. We went out to a fucking Thai restaurant, and just standard fucking thing, not thinking anything of it. Do you have out. a friend called Gregory? His name's Graham. Oh, great, yeah. Well, you call him Gregory. Yeah. Cute. Not Gregory. That's what I thought you were doing. I yeah. thought you were Gregory and a Gregory. No, so his name's Graham. Come Gregory. Uh, and this bottle of Coach Derone fucking wine came out, and I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. And I took one sip. Have you seen Ratatouille? No, but I'm aware of Ratatouille. Right. So there's this bit where there's this horrible critic who is just oh, he's, he's the most feared critic in France, and he finally comes to review the restaurant, and the rat cooks the fucking meal. And this guy's just a cynic. So the, the rat's underneath his hat, isn't it? Oh, so the is it like whisper and tell him what to do, or is it like pulling con- strings? Control, he's controlling through his hair. Through his hair. Sweet. All right, so he's doing it. Uh, and this critic takes one bite of the rat to it <coughs> that's made, and he instantly flashes back to his childhood when he falls over, grazes his knee, and he comes in. He's just an innocent child, and he's crying because his knees, and his mum kisses his head and makes him feel better, and then makes him homemade ratatouille, and he tries it in the joy of that one bite takes him back to that and all of his hatred for the world's gone. I had that moment. I, I love this, I took the one... People s- may not have seen Ratatouille yet, Daniel. Oh, sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, you can wait for the sequel, Ratatouille, Too Furious. <laughs> <laughs> too Ratatouille, <laughs> Um yeah, oh man, I was yeah, so, I, I took, I took it, a photo of it, I can't remember where the photo is. What's it called? Are you on the same mission again? No, no, I definitely took a photo of it, I definitely sent it to Gene or something. So right, so you've got it, so you can't tell the listeners now what to look for. Should we you pause it so you, you can know, find if you it? pause it, yes. So um, Daniel's dead, like he started coughing and then his eyes come out of his skull on stalks, like that scene of Total Recall where he busts his mask in space and... Kind of awkward, like he's on the floor. Just oh, aye, but, oh, oh, aye, oh, there he is. He's breathing. <laughs> he's breathing. He's just putting it on. Put on a brave face. <laughs> so I took a photo of the bottle of the uh, Coach to Rhone. And if you guys don't like this, this is absolutely fine. Like, <coughs> I don't care. I'm just telling you now. This is my favourite wine. Sounds familiar. Like you care? It's called Boutino. So this is obviously a different year. Boutino. Spell it. B o u t i n o t. Right. Spell it phonetically, but using the name of World Cup footballers. Uh, all right. Barry. Barry who? Pa- Gareth Barry. He's not... He was. Oh, come on. I just I didn't name it. Name it, yeah. Come on, World Cup Fever 2006, all right. That <laughs> <laughs> was in 2010. Or was he even? Was he in the World Cup squad? Oh, Gareth Barry must have been at one point. Surely. <laughs> just get on with it. Uh, Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <laughs> B-O. B-O-U-T-I-N-O-T. And then it says... Fide et Art, I think that's it, but the, it's Le Coteau, C-O-U, sorry, C-O-T-E-A-U-X, Coach de Rhone, Velager, Appellation, Dorigin, Prodigy. And can I make a g- guess that it was a Shiraz? 
It was a butino, which is apparently Fuck's a red. That? That's a red t- type of red wine, apparently. A butino. Oh. I didn't even know that until now. I thought you, you had Merlot, Shiraz, Pinot Noir. No, well, you know what this and is famous. What's, what's the rest of them again? Shira- no, yeah, Shiraz, Cap Sav, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh no, Semillon's white in it. Um, I mean, we don't know, but it's just the greatest fucking wine I've ever had in my life, and I'm very glad I found it. Yeah, and did you buy a bunch of them when you got it? Or was it no. in a restaurant? It was in a restaurant, but I'm going to work out how to fucking you know, order some online. Uh, box order it, Google and it. just. Sure. But I'm also worried that I know if like I I drink when there's not booze in the house. Yeah, <laughs> like you still find them. <laughs> still, I'll I'll then make excuses to go out and drink. Whereas if it's in the house, oh uh, yeah, you're and I'll just feel so classy. You're in trouble. Like it's so funny that like when I, I barely drink when I'm in the flat. Like right. rarely, unless like it's people back. Mm. So because when people come back and we've got drink, I end up making a stockpile of booze. So Do you not enjoy drinking alone? I, I don't mind it. It's just uh, it does it contradicts me training. Oh, I it's see. Like, uh, the, the amount of times where I've been playing Fortnite with you in an evening, and it would have been so easy for me to just crack a bottle of white wine and it would have nearly finished. Is that what I've done? So I could do that, but I'm very aware that I've, I've got like a fucking pretty vigorous training the next day that would be compromised by Aye. a couple of beers. Like <laughs> said, I know we're not meant to talk about my time on the podcast, but this is worth it because it transcends it. Uh, he went to a place in. See, he didn't even mention it on the podcast because he's been banned from it, but it's all noteworthy. He went to a place in Edinburgh to train and he went sparring, and there was a dude there brought his cans and had a tinny between rounds. Amazing. That is so fucking Scottish. It's absolutely so fucking Scottish. <laughs> he I brought love a it. pack of cans to training. <laughs> what the fuck is your country? Oh, I, well, could you, because look, that, that, that makes sense, yeah, right? Fuck. You're training to be in fights while sober. How many fights have you been in while sober Man. right exactly so this guy's a better trainer he's like I'm not going to learn how to fight while sober because I'm never going to be in a fight while sober I might as well learn how to fucking fight while half cut right that's the same way I learned how to drive right I would have a tinny in the fucking car right? and I'd smoke a split because most of the time I'm going to be driving while high or drunk Look, man, why I, am I learning to do it I didn't so realise I was such a bad swimming teacher I should have been there with a bottle of Jack <laughs> like that makes perfect sense to me I don't know why you're shitting on my country like the guy he that knows when he's, he's that is wonderful though I can't even imagine the coaches at that gym if I fucking popped a can up and <laughs> I couldn't imagine it I reckon I'd get hurt I reckon he'd kick us to fuck for the sheer disrespect <laughs> that is wonderful though should we go into our... Should we to some muggles? Aye. I've only got one. You got one? Yeah. So we're, actually, one's grand because we're fucking... We've got 15 minutes left. Oh, mine's is a short one that you'll 100% agree with from the start. So we can do that one. You going to do yours first? Aye. Muggles... I know we touched on this last uh, last episode being like muggles being against the World Cup, but this is a specific type of muggle against the World Cup. Muggles call it anything other than football. Like, oh, oh soccer's on. Is this uh, is the soccer ball on today? Is it oh. the old uh, kicky footy? Oh, is it the old kicking the pig's bladder? Is it the old pinging it into the goals between the two sticks? Like you're trying to. I can undermine anything by overly describing what it is. You can undermine anything in the world by overly explaining. Oh, what you get? What you did later on? Oh, you, you, oh, you're gonna go home 
to see the fucking person you like most in the world. Like maybe talk to them a bit, put some like little fucking gone off grains down your throat, get a little bit, a little bit of blood in your little fucking outside fleshy bit, make that all stiff and yeah, shove yeah, it in yeah. her wet bit. Right where she pisses, right? I mean, you don't shove it in the bit. Right where she pisses, right? Like yeah, you know she pisses from her vagina, though, right? But you know the separate holes. Yeah, but it still comes out of that, right? You know that. It doesn't come out of the vagina. No, but it, like, that's the bit. <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> like, in a vague bit. Like, as a unit. But if you're being vague while you're down at the vagina, you're not good with the vagina. I, I, I know, I know. Go for the clip. I'm, I'm near it. <laughs> I, I, I know it doesn't, um, it doesn't come out of the same place you put your... Uh, yeah, what did you call it? The blood up, blood up, blooded up fleshy bit. Aye. Um, cause I've, heard, I've heard a woman pissing. Aye. And it's high pressure. It wouldn't have that. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it wouldn't make that noise if it came out of the same hole. <laughs> Massive cock. <cockroach. laughs> <laughs> it'd, it'd just be like, just be like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, but like um, let down a tire by like have you ever been a delinquent kid and let down a tire by like snapping off a bit of wood into the valve. And I just start letting the tire down at high pressure. I've that's never how, done that. That's how women piss. Right, just fucking proper PSI <laughs> investigations. <laughs> like it's obviously PSI Miami. Like you know, you know how you know how as a guy, like occasionally you go to the toilet, there'll be shit stains on the uh, there'll be shit stains on the toilet bowl, and you'll be like, "Fuck yes, side quest." <laughs> It's a proper mini game, right? That's why girls think they don't poo, right? Because the whole time they're shitting, any shit that sticks to the thing is being rained off. Girls just piss their own shit off. Instantly. Mid shit. Instantly. I reckon the shit doesn't even hit the water. I reckon the shit drops down and the piss is coming with such force. It's like Thanos. It's like Thanos click. Oh, ferocity, right? <laughs> it's like Thanos clicked its finger, and halfway through, the shit's just disappearing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's not. It's just a violent mist, isn't it? Have you, have you ever gotten moss out of the fucking. Uh, out of, like a uh, patio with the carcher? <laughs> high pressure. That's what I like. Because guys, we, because we've got. Look, <laughs> people think we've got high pressure because we can aim, but no, no, no. Like, I'm just like. I don't think a woman's ever got and uh, he, again all the I want to apologise for my ignorance but this is what the whole book is I don't think any woman's ever pissed for longer than 20 seconds nah how could they they'd be dehydrated they'd turn inside out that pace <laughs> that <laughs> pace <laughs> don't even stop for a breath <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I was dealing with my mouth <laughs> so I tell you this and I've only tell you this from stage because when we done the work mm. in progress, I went off on one about it. As um, I heard uh, we teach a piss because <coughs> me and Stephen Martin, Colin Martian, um, hammered on it because yeah, yeah, schools had uh, you had breaks in populations. So the north population of the school, which I don't, I don't think they used to compass bearing, they just called north. <laughs> these, these classes, you're north. Right. Yeah, they just give you a population right. name, right? You're on your break on period four and on period five, you're doing maths or whatever. While the south population's on their break, so you never have your dinner with the other population. But uh, one day the classes are in, but we're on a break and we hear a class in progress, and we hammer on the fucking door and then fucking run around the corner, and then. We hear the door open immediately, and we've got this fucking long stretch of corridor ahead of it, and there's no way we're going to get to the bottom of that corridor before silly old Harrison gets around the... <laughs> before the teacher gets around the corner. 
<laughs> trolling for Haddock or Washington, whatever she gets up there. <laughs> <She's> for- <laughs> Hunting for cock. She would look down there and see how our little fucking ginger heads running down the corridor. So we dived into the first door on the left. So actually, if there's anybody, if there's anybody that's um, Ridley High School, I'm going to be able to paint this picture better for you. It was Mrs. Althouse's class. Right? It wasn't Mrs. Harrison. It was Mrs. Althouse. We knocked on the door and then we ran towards the main corridor, right? So out of the, that block. Um, so we hung a left real quick out of... So her door, right. right. I thought you were describing this as a joke, but clearly... No, no, I'm telling people that went to Ridley High School who I know listen right. to this podcast exactly where it is. And then on the left, the first door on the left, you know it would be the, the, the female teacher's toilets, right? So we fucking dived into the teacher's toilets, right? And we ran around the corner into the cubicle and stood in the end cubicle. There was only two cubicles, mm. right? We stood, uh, got, got in the end one. And then as soon as we fucking got in there, the door opened and the teacher come in and me and Martian were in the fucking right. cubicle in the lady teacher's toilets in the teacher, who I don't even know who it was. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't the fucking same. I, I couldn't tell right. you, right? But all we heard was the fucking trousers can't do, right? And as well, when they locked their door, so it was clunk, we tried to like lock, this, I tried to lock this door at the same time and lock right. it in, so it was like clunk, clunk. And then I was like, oh, they've definitely heard movement. They know what in here, right? And then all of a sudden, yeah, the trousers come down and the knickers come down, whatever, right? And then that, and we were just fucking astonished. I know I heard a lady, lady, <laughs> and we made laughed, and he done like a like held in laugh, and then tried to disguise the laugh with a fleming up and then spat into the pan. Oh, like ladies do. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at him and I didn't say any words but my face went Stephen <laughs> like do you th- do you think she thinks it's normal to spin here and he's like do you think that's fucking normal because clearly it's, it's a lawless wasteland yeah. and I mean she probably couldn't hear it because of the fucking volume of her face that's an interesting point there I was just thinking of right so your your teacher said a separate there's a male teacher and a female teacher toilets yeah, yeah. So my school, Wade Academy, and I could be wrong here. Please feel fucking to correct me, waiters here. But I'm almost certain that in our school, that our um, teachers had the faculty. same had the faculty s- toilets. And faculty toilets, right? And they weren't gender- gendered there, right? And I remember thinking, and the reason I think this is true is because I remember as a kid being like, "Oh, right, okay. When you're an when you're an adult, like toilets will be gender." Like the, just because it's reason we're giving boys toilets just because we're awful and we're just gonna piss up the fucking walls and we're all, and girls are on their periods and everyone needs their own space at this point because we're all filled with hormones and we're all scared and we're all idiots right but surely when you're an ad- adult right we'll be given the fucking same ones and then obviously you grow up and you find out they're not. Here's my point about gendered toilets right I'm all up for gender neutral toilets right because one. Pardon the pun. Who gives a shit? Okay. Like, I couldn't give a shit. Like, I understand if a girl doesn't want to walk into a toilet where it's me and boys pissing up right, against a the dude wall. with his cock out. All right. Like if that's if like if it's the urinal bit, I fully get why that's gendered. Girls can't use that, right? You can have one room which is the urinal, right? But if it's all city, it could, d- but it would get on the ceiling. Fuck! <laughs> 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 like pissing on a spoon. <laughs> um, like, I reckon if it's if it's all just locked doors, city downies, I don't care what you got between your legs and I don't care what you identify with on the inside. We're all sitting down, do your fucking thing, right? Who gives a shit? But the reason I think they should all be gender neutral, right, is because, like, 
the fear is obviously if the gender neutral men will be shit and men will be fucking creepy and you go yeah absolutely absolutely 100% for gender neutral you run the risk of men using this that as a place to fucking pray and be evil and just the worst worst of the men doing the worst of the fucking shit but also would you do you also not want that fucking self policed by the other 80% of men that are not going to stand up for that yeah like if it's like one creepy dude could easily go into a lady's toilets one creepy, but one creepy dude could difficultly go into the men's toilets because he would be found out by the rest yeah, of the yeah, dudes yeah. that would be like hey stop being creepy to the girls in here like and, and again I want to say again again this is potentially another one of the many ignorant opinions we have in this podcast but in my head right now from this opinion that I've just thought up three fucking minutes ago here it is if you walk into a fucking toilet it's all neutral and there's one guy in there being fucking creepy right Obviously not if I walk through the door, right? If the guy's been creepy and you're a girl and you're like, hey, he's been creepy, and I walk through the door, you're like, oh, fuck, another one. Right? <laughs> another creepy dude. <laughs> or, or just someone that can clearly do nothing physically. But I would step up. But, like, if you walk through, they just be like, hi, can you, can you just fucking kick his head, please? <laughs> like, can, you, can you deal with that? Oh, you're never going to ask. <laughs> and you'll walk in and you'll be like, Oh yeah, because in that situation, right, realistically, you walk into a gender-neutral toilet and a woman goes to you, that guy's freaking me out. Genuinely, there's no doubt in your mind, is there, that he's done something wrong? Uh, no, no doubt, but also, I hate to be called to arms in the toilet. Aye. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm fighting the loo. <laughs> <laughs> like wrestling, it goes to the ground. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> Because I think, obviously, the, the, the whole thing is going... The, the great movement that's currently going on... Um, and I don't want to just attribute it to the fucking Me Too movement, but there's it, definitely in the, in the wake of that and the, the, the ripples and the waves that sort of set off is men... And if you've not watched Hannah Gadsby's uh, special on, the net, on Netflix, it's it's brilliant. It's, it's As a show, the performance is second to none. And it, as a man, it's, it's uncomfortable to watch. Because oh, really? I didn't even know it was on Netflix until you said now. It's just on. Because I've obviously heard so much about this show because of the fringe and the yeah. industry I'm in. But uh, it's as, as I can I can just watch it now. Yep. Oh, sweet. And as a straight white man, I'll tell you, it's uncomfortable to watch because she's attacking us, and she. But she's so smart. But she calls. She's like, "Yes, I am," and I'm bringing this up, and I'm letting you fucking know, and it's. Yeah, I just remember, like, I laughed for a whole bunch of the show because the one thing people need to know about this show is it is not just fucking show. It's funny. It's Hannah Gadsby's a fucking wall-to-wall stand-up fucking comic, right? As a stand-up, she's great. Yeah. Her jokes are fucking excellent. Her delivery's... And she's applying it to making a very necessary point. But she does it in this... It's... Uh, uh, you, you've seen my show I love show shows I love the one where that, that, that bit where they fucking rip away the she deconstructs it so fucking well as a comic I loved it and as an audience member I loved it and as a man I'm gonna be honest I hated <laughs> it because uh, but you hated yourself yes it made me so fucking you hated your team uh, uh, no but me but I was called out like in the sense of like things I'm like I've definitely been compliant I've definitely not been aware of what my presence means to situation even though I think I'm not doing anything but being what I am and the you know I look I've not done anything fucking awful right but if I'm walking down the street and a woman crosses the road I'm not going to be offended because she clearly clearly she would like I'm the number one danger in her life yeah. even though I'm not yeah. my people are she couldn't sum you up uh, like, yeah. she had to just go 
Just in case. Yeah, statistically. Statistically. Yeah. Right? Uh, and it's that. It's, ve- it's, it's a straight one. It's a fucking uncomfortable one, but I do recommend it. But uh, one of the points I got from it, which is, she, she's, she's just like, pull your fucking socks up, lads. Like, if you don't want to have this fucking reputation, pull your fucking socks up. And I was like, I... Aye, that's it. Oh, really? Like it's. It, I, that, I, I don't. I think we're sometimes like because we hang around with largely decent people, you take for granted what the world's capable of. Hundred percent. Like I've always. Uh, and, then, and then every now and again, you'll hear fucking stories about people you were fond of, and, and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" I like I, my I, innocence. My innocence led me to believe that fucking I most people were, were decent. good. I was talking in, with, with Gareth the other day, like being like, I've always sort of defended toxic masculinity because the version I get of toxic masculinity is the version that you and I get, which is we all make fun of each other anytime. If anyone doesn't want to drink or stop doing drugs, we call them weak. We call them a girl. We call them any sort of things. It's always man up. It's all this, but. Yeah. We've also with but we'll bring, we'll bring down we'll bring down uh, women and homosexuals by calling my friends your bitch or your gay or your like it, it, where are complicit even though we're tr- trying to do it with a layer of irony even with the irony even it's with still the, complicit to the problem absolutely right so uh, along with all that and all the and deep down all of us know that like if we ever need one of our guy friends to be there for us they will hundred percent be there for us in that moment right which is great but that is not common. Right, so for for me to try and defend toxic masculinity by being like, look, I'm part of a toxic masculinity group, and everything's fucking great there. That is not the fucking rest of it going on. The other fucking lads in the world. Well, I've I've got actually got a, um, an argument for toxic masculinity. I've got I've got. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, excited for it. I mean, so, ish. So um, I was uh, me and Natalie went to watch the England match in a pub yesterday because we thought we're in London. It's sunny. Let's go to an outdoor beer garden where there's a big screen and watch the England match. And of course, it's full of uh, yeah textbook toxic masculine London fucking lad, lad, right. lad, lad, lad. Right? They're all in good shape. They've all got great hair. They've all got strong jaw lines. They're all bellends. Right, and they are fucking chanting and beating their chests and all that shit. Right, and it's easy to hate them. It is so easy to hate them because Natalie is Natalie's Scottish, but she is not on that high hate England Scottish tip. Aye. She wants England to do well because all of her friends are English. Right, Aye. she she celebrated the goals when they went in because she was in a room full of people celebrating the goals and all that shit. But she was like, oh, I get why people hate England now. I get why people hate England fans because of these cunts. Right, and then I was like. If we went to war, if we went, if we needed a D-Day landing right now, you do know those people outside are the ones proud enough and stupid enough <laughs> to, to get in that boat Aye. and be your bullet sponge to keep you safe. Those lads would fucking put their life on the line for you to watch the fucking match in this pub. But and I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wouldn't. You wouldn't. I was like, they're, they're toxic in their cunts, but only because they've got nowhere to put that fucking testosterone. They've got nowhere to put it. So they put it in a football match in a beer garden. Which, by the way, I'd rather them do that than day in a fucking anywhere else, right? right? But I'd rather them do that than actually on the beach in Normandy, right? right? So, but they are the people that we would call upon to win our. It'll never happen again, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but that's the, never that's, gonna happen again. That's the kind but those people are still existing. Right. Those people, like way we look back, at these heroes have got war memorials for those guys. Right. But those guys had somewhere to put it, so they never got to manifest into this fucking chest-beating football hooligan. They, they, they got to fucking shoot die. people, kill people, or die, right? Uh, and, and then we, we fucking uh, and die, right? And, and, and we lay poppies down for them. We lay poppies down for those guys that are beating their chest in the fucking football. And I think, like, I, because I'm older now, and I can look at them and just go, 
oh bless they've got nowhere to put it right. <laughs> I, but, but, but they have they've got somewhere to put uh, it the football but I guess I guess, I guess uh, well no I guess the counter argument to that is is one the war that you're suggesting these people will be good in will 99% be started by toxic masculinity itself like oh yeah like yeah. In, in that set like it's 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 the hate feed hate feed fucking hate and then also I guess the other thing is you know it We've obviously you've got that fucking testosterone. You've got this fucking thing. Why is uh, that the outlet? I, and also, why does there need to be an outlet? To, right? Why does there need to be a war? Why does there need to be a football team? Why do men feel the need to let off this steam in that such an aggressive way? I think the, the argument against it is being like, obviously, yes, you've got your fucking outlets, but. Why do you? How, and is there not a better way? Is there is there not a way as kids? I hate to, stop I hate to get I hate to get on mental health again. But how come when chemicals come into your body that like uh, make you anxious or anything like that, then uh, they're really like, oh shit, we need to help this person. Right. But when chemicals come into your body that make you destructive, because they are getting chemicals in their body that make them. Like, well, I guess because it, because then it's also why, why don't you go? Oh shit! That's that's, something, that's it, something they have to deal with. That's in the uh, hormones they have to deal with. But it's only it's because I think it's I think it's group mentality. Like Darren Brown's done so many fucking great shows on what a mob mentality does, right? And that's what a lot of football hooliganism is. It's like you'll do something that you would never do. Normal. You would never you would never punch a fucking stranger in the head if it was just you and them in the middle of a street for no reason, right? But if there's fucking <laughs> For no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. For no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, for no other... But, yeah, I always think that when I'm watching... Uh, I watch sometimes watch a brawl video if it comes up, like, oh, my God, this happened in whatever. Yeah, like, why did that person yeah, kick... Yeah, yeah, who kicks someone while they're down? It's like you're in the fucking The heat. one that happened at the races where they were all in the fucking, like, uh, done up to the nines with their fucking three-piece suits on and waistcoats and all that shit, and they're fighting. Did you, I don't know if you saw that viral video. I was watching that going, how do they know which one to punch? How do you know who's the enemy? Are you just punching somebody at this point? Uh, yeah. Are you just, like, could you end up punching your old pal because you're just so gripped by this pack instinct to destroy yes that you're just going to punch anything right, right now so I think that instead of like for you to be like yeah but these guys will be good in war <laughs> a war that you've also said they'll be useless in because the next war's nuke based <laughs> and like doesn't matter these guys you <laughs> the George where the match does, is on doesn't, ma- doesn't matter how much flesh you have on the fucking line there it's like you've got we've got to find a way not necessarily to prevent it but to make it more manageable man because I I've, I watch football I get fucking weird about how much I get in football it's the side of myself I get fucking uncomfortable when I watch the England v Scotland you just shout football occasionally when you're watching it you're like, football football <laughs> like you know me I'm not I've never, I've never in fight I'm always actively getting out. I, I talk a big game because I enjoy that side of it and yeah. I know deep down I'll never get into a fight because you know you've got them chemicals in your body that get like uh, they get activated by it right. you've got that fucking war primal fucking destructive thing that like uh, when the football's on you, you, it ignites them yeah, and, and it's it also good. and it's also in the same thing of the, which was my one defensive toxic masculine. I'm like, but when you're in the team, it's great. Like having a bunch of boys, having a bunch of close fucking mates. Yeah, that and I guess that's the fucking sacrifice. Is like, it's, look, we're all being complicit in the problem, yeah. and that's um, when I watched the football yesterday. Uh, I was watching it indoors because I, outdoors was packed, like fucking sardines of fucking. Aye. Just fucking topless, topless fucking 20-year-olds. Just fucking sweating even if it wasn't sunny. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Sweating on a winter's day. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going to put this angst? <laughs> My father never hugged me. Yes. Um, so, uh, Megan, Natalie, and Elliot, who was one of them, <laughs> uh, watched the watched the match indoors uh, because you could get moved, and you could like there's a bar there. It, it, it had its practical things, but uh, the two times there was a penalty, uh, Natalie didn't. But me and Elliot took ourselves outside because we're like, we want to get caught in that wave of fucking emotion when when the penalty, if the penalty goes in, right? right. And on both accounts, both the penalties went in, and we did a s- straight away just start celebrating like the fucking rest of them, right? Like we let it fucking flood in, and it's a great feeling when people say they aren't into football. It's such a small investment to be able to have that feeling. Right. Well, well, no, no. As an England fan. Oh, fuck, hold on. Uh, I was, was going to say, I support Newcastle, so <laughs> it's oh, a big yeah. investment. <laughs> um, oh. So every now and again, you get, that, you get that feeling where you're just like, this is why I deal with the laws of, of, of support football. So you, you get to it. But if you've seen any of the videos where the goals go in and it's an outdoor beer garden, the f- beers go up in the air, everyone throws their beers up in the air and it rains beers. Now, I knew that was going to happen. I knew I was going to get wet. But as soon as Harry Kane's penalty hit the back of the net, a full beer went in my face. <laughs> that, means, that means somebody, this is their narrative, somebody clocked us and went, that cunt's going to get out of this class. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went in and he was like, bless <laughs> And I celebrated for a fucking tenth of a second before I was like, Ooh, oh. <laughs> who did that? <laughs> Just as I took a big intake of breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> fucking worth it though. Anyway, what's Thank your you. muggle corner? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to pause this because I need a piss. We're doing an extended podcast. Yeah, this is an hour oh, and well, ten good, minutes, but it is the 100th. Podcast. It's the hundredth fucking episode. Oh, I'm actually going to delete the earlier. Yes, we are. <laughs> right, I'm going to pause this. So, what? Um, before I do my muggle corner, what was yours again? Uh, we we're, we're segued like seven, seven times or something. Just the, uh, just the fucking, oh, is it the old, uh, the old soccer ball? You're gonna kick the ball between the fucking posts, like undermining it by over describing it. Just any describing the World Cup as anything other than the fucking World Cup to just highlight how outside of the bubble you are. I can't be like I'm outside the bubble, so therefore I'm actually able to give you all a very unique perspective on what you're all doing. I'm David Attenborough, and you are merely the animals of the world. So allow me to narrate you and all of your little experiences. Fucking fuck <laughs> off, Rick. cunt. And, uh, the, the, like, Wimbledon's coming up soon, right? I think it's 2nd of July. Yeah, imagine we started... That's soon, is that, is that... What's the date? Fuck it. Next week, <laughs> right. right? So uh, Wimbledon's going to be on... Is that oh, is the old, is it, is it, oh, I'm sorry, is everyone watching the old, the old, uh, the, the grunty net, the old grunty netball? Just old, yeah. aye, backhanded oh. pingy ball. Oh, I used to have that for the Atari. It was called Pong. <laughs> I didn't get excited about my day. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't think, I, I, I'm probably not going to pay that much attention to Wimbledon. I'll, I'll probably watch the final. That tends to happen. Aye. I'll tend to go. Did you not watch that one year when Andy Murray got to the final? Yes, oh. and I watched the Nadal Federer one that went on forever. Mate, I watched the Andy Murray one. Look, as a as a Scott, as a Scott, as a Scott, you latch on to anything. Yeah, <laughs> you latch. But you, you can. You latch on to any of your boys. No, no, hold on, he's British. You'll find he's a British tennis player. 
He's a Scottish fucking tennis player. No, no, we, that's not how we do things with tennis. <laughs> <laughs> we do that with football. Aye, but not but with, with, t- with tennis. <laughs> for in the Olympics, we are having hoy. If we are having, <laughs> we're gonna have your best athletes. Call them British, but as soon as you're shaking at it, you're on your own. <laughs> aye, aye. At least we got Colin. That Andy Murray one, I got properly into. I remember. I was I was actually involved in the so I was I was involved in one of the most muggle muggle situations I've ever been in my life. Right, remember the day of the final? I had to fly to London for some reason. Right, and I'm watching the uh, Murray final, and I know I'm like, if this ends quick, I'll watch the whole match for the flight. But it doesn't. It's a fucking long ass set. I get to the airport. Right. Everyone's watching it in the airport, watching on their phones. I'm leaning over people's shoulders. I'm talking to people. You know me. I fucking hate talking to strangers. I hate it. I, I've got no inter. I'm looking over at people's shoulders, being like, "I reckon he can do this year." And they're like, "I reckon he can too." And I'm like, "Oh." On the plane, halfway through the air, the pilot comes over and goes, "He's done it. That's all he said." And the whole plane cheered, including me, for the longest. I've never everything I'm against in one moment Andy Murray won Wimbledon and I was like <gasps> start singing for Scotland I was like come on Tim I mean Andy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. Uh, in an extension of the um, extension of those muggles who like uh, poo poo the World Cup in general right. anybody who yesterday poo pooed England's defeat of Panama right like do you think there's an England fan that didn't know that Panama or, <laughs> or um, like Minnows they're like uh, they're a minor Aye. team right Aye. so of course we know that but fuck man we were 5-0 up at half time right Belgium beat them 3-0 so you go oh they're, they're just a baby team you're like what biggest rival in my group beat them by less than that after 90 minutes and, now, yeah, and yeah. we're in 5-0 at half time when we need we've fucking got so much doubt we have so, we didn't fucking win a game the last World Cup. Never mind win one fucking six one, right? Um, we we'll fucking scrape through the first game, right? The, the the celebrations from us wasn't victory; it was relief. Aye, right? utter, utter relief. It was fucking utter relief when we were celebrating our five and a half time. And you know what? We can make them subs and put on them players the rows and come yeah, on, and I, come I, on, and Vardy, come on, and give them a bit of experience. So if we need them, it's not going to be the first aye. foot on the pitch. If, if, if Harry Kane gets injured, you got your fucking backups all there yeah. and look I watched and it means we can fucking put Rashford up front instead of Sterling on what's that noise grass cutter right. so, uh, so we can put Rashford up front we can fucking rest Kyle Walker so there's enough things to celebrate to celebrate it right and then we'll come out of that and all you see is a bunch of people who don't like football who aren't from England or whatever say men- mentioned about the should we take this foot to the other room so as I was saying over the top of a lawnmower um, is there was enough things to celebrate for England but we're very aware of what's going on and then everyone starts popping up with like hey you do know they're just a small team and the, the population of the country come into play so many fucking times Iceland uh, new, new, <laughs> Iceland fucking yes newsflash the fucking put the USA out. I mean, they got beat in the qualifying right. round against the USA, but the USA was in the same qualifying group as the one that they qualified through. The fucking United States of America. The, the, the whole of the United States of America couldn't find 11 people good enough to beat Panama. Right. They right. couldn't. Guess what? China's not in the World Cup. India's not in the World Cup. It isn't fucking directly proportional to fucking how many yeah. people and are also, in that country. As someone like, that is one why of Why patronise the fuck out of a club? As someone that is absolutely all for... England being fucking knocked out. 
It was an impressive fucking game. How and good were, even, were we on set pieces? And you were very impressive. You were even impressive in the fucking Tunisia one. You had two penalties not fucking given. And I say this as someone that, you know, uh, look, I, uh, purely from a, and this is, I'm the worst person and I'm a muggle for this, but it's part of being Scottish. I know I was born in London, but I was raised in Scotland. My family's Scottish. Like, I'm Scottish. I do not remember my time in England, right? So for me, I'm Scottish. It's what I am. It's where I live. It's where I want to live for the rest of my life. I'm Scottish. And p- part of that is we just hate you in the football. We just do. I don't... You know I don't hate you normally. But just in the football part, being Scottish is hating the English in any World Cup. And I'm enjoying this thing because it means when you do get knocked out, it's all the more succulent. But as even as someone with everything against England then... Both games, you've been very, very impressive. Like, this is... I genuinely, yesterday... Do you know what I did as a little fucking caveat? I'm so nervous about England now winning the World Cup. I've put a bet on them to win it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Just, just so that I get something out of it. Just in case. Yeah, because for, for me, that Tunisia game, it was a 2-1 scrape against Tunisia, and everyone was like, oh, you're banging on about they're the best African nation and all that stuff, right? But, like, Jesse Lingard didn't quite have his eye in. He had a fucking great game, but if he scored them to essentially sit us that was that was fucking there was three, four and one. There was two, two penalties. penalties it could have been the same fucking result as it was against Panama Absolutely could have been. and then when I watched it back knowing that we got away with it without me arse clenching fucking beginning to end I watched back a fucking really decent team yeah and I watched Ghana. They, they made the right fucking selections it's anyway, no. let's not talk about fucking football too much too much but they're all in it what's your, what's your muggle corner uh, my muggle because I've also got one secret game I think we should just play before we go into that right, okay. I need to get my phone as well before the dad jokes but I can remember what the muggle corner I wrote down was it was muggles as adults but sometimes even the kids when they try and catch out a magician <laughs> what are you doing of course it's not magic I am 100% of the corner <laughs> oh, yeah. why do you think, do you think it's, it's magic if you, if you no. try and catch them out but don't do you go oh yeah it is magic then for two reasons one the way my dad raised me you can never ever whenever I watched magic with my dad as a kid right my dad's my dad's into magic he loves it right dad loves magic good magic and he likes it because and this is the other reason if you can work it out if you know how to work out fucking magic tricks right it makes the ones that you can't work out a million times more impressive and that's why Penitella's amazing which is they'll do the cup trick with clear cups Yes, right? So, uh, I'm, I, I get I, I'm that person, like, I saw what he did there, I saw what he did. I'll show you a video after this, I don't know if you've seen it, it was on uh, Penn & Teller's Fuller's show. Have you seen the, uh, uh, the guy that did the trick, the silent tricks with smoke? No. I'll show you that. That, to me, type in that video, uh, Penn & Teller Fuller's smoke video for the listeners, uh, Penn & Teller Fuller's uh, smoke magician. Watch that, and that is one of the ones I've watched with my dad. And again, me and my dad watch all magic. We're like, this is what he did there, this is what he did there. Work it all out. Because it's fun to work out what the tricks are. Because in the same way that I enjoy Darren Brown, because he says the whole time, he's like, I'm lying to you, I'm full of shit. And I'm like, but how did you do it though, Darren? He's like, I lied to you. And I'm like, I know, but what did you do? What did you really do? Uh, when, when we watched Penn and Teller in Vegas... Like, I, I remember that one bit, because I said to you, there's one bit where I went to you, I went, that's Taylor, right? He got someone from the audience on stage, and I turned to you right there, and I went, that's Taylor. 
in makeup and then by the end of the trick it was Taylor and then you were like how'd you get that I'm like I'm a genius but getting that right felt so good one and then to be fooled by the rest of the show made everything so much better because you only got one thing because it's like because first of all I think I'm a fucking genius now I've caught one so I'm a fucking genius and then you fooled me with 90% of the other shit didn't he fucking, didn't they do some fucked up thing where they got a guy on stage and they fucking got his phone and they fucking put it in a bucket or something? And it's inside of a fish. And then they rang his phone and it was underneath someone's seat and in they a, brought it to the stage and they cut the fish open. They had to cut the fish open. They showed and his own phone. And they're like, yeah. How? And I know how you steal, uh, in the, I know how you palm things, and I know you hide things. Did they have an actual runner that incisioned a fish, put it in the fish, and then quickly like come under a trapdoor and underneath someone's seat and stuck it there? Because that's the type of thing that the, the like you, you always go. So how would you do that, right? Like uh, the the one where the guy, do you see the guy where they brought him on stage mm. and they said, "Is this your car?" And yeah. opened the curtains and he had his car key in his pocket and he fucking beeped the car. Opens. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the fucking pickpocketed him. Worked got it. his car and then pickpocketed him in the interval to put his keys back in his pocket. Great. So, which is what all the illusion. Is. Did I ever tell you about the uh, greatest ma- magician trick I ever fucking heard of? Right, my dad was at a corporate event. Oh no! In fact, his mate uh, was a magician. I might have told this to you before, but not on the podcast. So this guy's a corporate magician, right? And so one of his, uh, my dad used to do this trick all the time, which is during the day he'd go put the six of spades on the window from the outside right just leave on the window knowing full well that nobody's going to fucking look at the window because why would you it's a shit window not important there then later on he'd go oh I'll show you a magic trick and he'd make you pick a card but he can force you to take a card right so you pick up the six of spades he shuffles it goes is that your card and you're like no and he gets angry he's like oh I'm shit at this throws it against the window all the cards fall down and the six of spades is on the outside well, right? the that's how the magic trick's done you place the card somewhere uh, you then force the thing and it's more impressive because it's on the outside it's the prestige it yeah, yeah yeah you just use like I, I used to do that just with a fucking little bit of butter on the outside of a card and put it on the outside of the window as a kid yeah just a very very easy trick this corporate magician, right? So he's doing that trick. But what it is, is before the, everyone comes into the ro- uh, room for the gig, he puts the ace of spades up on the ceiling, right? So he does it, gets a ladder, puts the ace of spades way up high on the ceiling, does all his fucking magic. Uh, it's going f- well enough. Does his final fucking trick. Goes, pick a card. The guy picks the ace of spades. It's just your cards. Jack of clubs. No, it's not. The guy goes, oh, fuck it. Throws it up uh, to the ceiling, right? And he looks up. And the two of diamonds is on the ceiling. Right? He's forced the guy. It's the ace of spades. He's 100% certain that he put the ace of spades on the roof. And everyone in the room looks up. 400 people. And it's the two of diamonds on the roof. And he's like, how have I fucked this up? I've I've done this trick a thousand times. I haven't put the wrong card on the ceiling. Right? And after five seconds of silence, the two of diamonds peels away. And falls down, revealing the ace of uh, <laughs> ace of spades, and the crowd loses its fucking mind. And this magician has to stand there, right, and just like calmly, because he can't be like, ah! he's got to be like, yeah, absolutely. He spent uh, four weeks 
trying to learn how he did that to how see if he it. could never replicate it. Could do it it was a one-off fucking one magic trick. Kerry uh, Marx did something like that when he was a magician. Yeah. So I'm gonna t- like I feel bad because Kerry has got like this is the Chinese whispers version of Kerry's story. It's like everyone can remember that, right? And, uh, if we get him back on the podcast, we're gonna tell him properly. But he had this thing where like he would get a cigarette out of someone's pack, right? And he would like pretend to throw it away, but it would go up his sleeve, and then he'd pull it out of somewhere else later on, right? Like I said, this is. Uh, right. th- this is my version of yeah. this story right? and then one time he went to do the throw away bit with a cigarette where that's his slight of hand yeah. right? and it slipped out of his hand and it fell into the girl's cleavage but he'd had like she hadn't noticed but he had because he fumbled it yeah. and it landed in that cleavage right? and then he had, to, he had to do like this prestige where he was like checking your top and she looked and the cigarette was there and her mind was fucking blown <laughs> but it was a mistake and the fucking cunts come back to see him <laughs> he couldn't do it again he just had to do the regular shit also and they were like oh we didn't do the cleavage thing again right. like, those, ah, those, those, the place. those guys must have looked like such perverts throughout that gig just constantly checking her tits every five uh, seconds uh, just to see whatever yeah, it got she, in she waxed in with a really low cut top on do it again do it again <laughs> <laughs> alright look I agree with you trying to ruin magic those cunts if I can sit there and explain it to you you're like just enjoy the thing yeah. I, and I, I I am that person but I am a muggle because I'll, I'll do that where they go um, you know if they go right now check this box and see if there's a hole in it right and I'll check the box and see if it's a hole in it. But unless I had that instruction, I wouldn't be like, give me that box. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to check for a hole. Because you're like, no, like they are, everything they are instructing you to do and everything they are leading you to do is part of the trick. Aye. So play along with it. Because I'm, I'm a big fan of that like illusion of spontaneity. That's why I hate it when... I hate it. Hate's a strong word. I dislike it when a comedian says, I'd done that gig yesterday in Liverpool and somebody heckled with this. And you're like... like don't tell them. Of course they're not stupid. Of course they know you do that gig. Gareth Wall used, used to say he was he did a, he had a joke which he'd done for three years, which most of us do jokes, get, uh, jokes for about anywhere between two and 15 years. You do this fucking same joke. just depends what the joke is. Gareth didn't update the age. He was like, so I'm 23. And I'm like, you're 25. <laughs> he did, he's just still... No, he's still because the age was important to the joke. Or yeah. at least he was, he's like, it doesn't work if I'm 25. I'm like, I bet still though. Yeah, didn't update it. Right. Didn't uh, Adam Bloom's got a great line about, uh, yes, I've had other audiences, but you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> right, go get your phone for the dad jokes. Yes. And then I've got one more game. And um, Right, I'm not going to pause it. Okay, I'll just keep talking. Freestyle, just so I can listen to it there. All right. Um, so hey listeners it's me Tyrus Sloss it's your favourite one oh genuinely uh, this is one of the ones where I want the uh, European uh, and anyone who plans to come see us on tour listeners uh, this is one of the very few moments where I would need you to interact with us on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and in any way you can know how uh, last year we said that we wanted to do the uh, like uh, if we bought a bunch of hoodies that or shirts that said hashtag team cream hashtag team muggins the game we were going to play was I would buy 20 Team Cream ones, Kai would buy 20 Cream Muggins ones, and we would never sell them online, but if you came up to us directly and say, I want to buy a shirt, uh, we would then sell it, and whoever sells out fastest wins, and then we can have a fair representation of who the favourite on the podcast is, <laughs> and it's a horrible game. But uh, You should also have five Team Milk ones. <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah. back with all of them after a full three months. <laughs> um, 
but if you are, if you, because I'm so up for that game because I think it's. Very, it couldn't be very, hoodies. It would have to be t-shirts because we fucking ha- we can't travel that heavy. Aye, aye. Yeah, maybe shirts. But I reckon it's well worth fucking doing. But if there's enough people, just let us know. Because if there's clearly the numbers for it... We'll do it. We'll, I'll 100% do it. And but I'll, don't give away who you're going to buy. No, 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 don't. Just be like, I'm up for the t-shirt comp. Just say, I'm up for the t-shirt comp. And if there's... Look, if there's over fucking 15, then it's worth the game. Because some people don't have Twitter and Facebook and all that other shit. So, I mean, I don't know if you're listening to it. Like... This is the only way you just, find. Do they just have iTunes? Well, the amount of people that asked me for the uh, who choose juice one uh, oh, yeah. shocked me, and then I failed most of them because I'm an idiot and I'm lazy. But this one, I'll actually have them on me at all times. Hey, are you ready to admit now that it was an ill-judged move to go to Samsung? <laughs> They go to Samsung from iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was a Bar- Barry's podcast for sure about to record for the World Cup. Uh, you you couldn't download it because it wasn't on Podbean. And I was like, oh, well, you, you can't have iTunes on a Samsung. That's like, like oh, you've got Samsung, you can't have Google now. Well, it does make sense. I'd be like, no, no. I mean, that's like we've been like, wait, 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 hold on. So I just bought this fair punter, but I can't have a BMW logo on the front. <laughs> like iTunes it's is not Apple. That. It's like saying oh, I bought a BMW, so I can't have a Sony radio. Like, you still can have the radio in it. Uh, but like they're, they're, they're not direct. Aye, but they're, they're not they're direct competition. There are other apps. I'm an idiot with the Samsung, but that's my argument of why iPhone is better as a Samsung user is because I don't have to find the loopholes. With Apple, it's all just fucking there. Yeah. Right. My secret game, my special one, just because, first of all, we're half cut. And it's, our, it's our 100th episode. It's the 100th podcast. We've had, you'll agree, we've had many uh, episodes where we've obviously, most of them we've had the time of our lives. Uh, and we owe it all to you. I've <laughs> 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 also been many episodes where we've genuinely had goes at each other. Genuinely, that's what I like about this podcast. Is there's one of them that was just a one-hour fallout. Hi, but that's what I think is great. But the, the end of the po- European tour was like we yeah. were fatigued. This podcast is not manufactured. This is you and me being ourselves how we are normally, and that's why. You know, I don't begrudge the fact that this podcast will never get successful because why would somebody's in conversation ever get successful? But in the, in the same breath, makes me it's so... It's like so important to people that listen to it all the time. Which means the world to me. The fact that there are 1,500 people... And we've that never censored, we've never censored never anything censored that we've anything. said. We censored something that one person said by their request. Because and it was just because the person had du- legal reasons. Legal reasons. That was it. That was the only time we censored. Uh, so you guys are getting the raw version of it. But we're obviously always horrible to each other, uh, every episode regardless. I thought it would be just for the 100th episode, uh, and I didn't give you a chance to write this, because really it off You want to be from the heart? I think we should just say one nice thing to each other that we genuinely appreciate. We've done this before. We have. We this is Thanksgiving. No, no, we used to. Do we not? Thanksgiving episode. It wasn't a game, but we just randomly started thanking each other. I know we used to do "I love you," but but that was uh, another yeah, that, very bitchy version of this game. The, yeah, the, but the Thanksgiving we started thanking each other for stuff just, that we'd done because you and I have had so many interactions in public and around other people where you and I yell at each other and get into these heated fucking debates because we know we're never going to fall out and people are like you're yelling at each other and we're like yes that's how we argue and like but it looks like you hate each other and people I, I think you guys are probably more aware of the depth of the fucking relationship that you're aware that we're not going to fucking fall out but just as a special 100th episode just say one nice thing about each other that we really appreciate and then I'll rip the shit out of your dad so for me I'll go first just to give you time to think Uh, there has never been a moment in our friendship where you have not been there for me 
<laughs> to a hundred percent. I can give Apart from when I done the hundredth episode without you. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, aye. In fact, you know what? I just brought this up. As a aye, bit I, I, I will delete that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm going to delete that now. <laughs> Anything from my book. I was talking about it the other day because I just, because uh, again, this is a, another thing where you know I keep trying to justify toxic masculinity, and I shouldn't try to do it. But you and I have this relationship. There's one moment that always sticks out. My ex girlfriend, who will remain nameless, you and I were living together. I was going through a breakup with her, and you and I insult each other all the fucking time. That's all it is. Nothing's too soon. The second something bad happens, and you tell the other person, it's like, all right, there come the next seven insults, and this is a fucking. That's what, and it's always if something serious happens, that's a fear in the back of your head. I broke up with this girl, and I was feeling shit because it was my fault, and I was like, broke up with her. I didn't want to drive home because that's where you were. And I had puffy eyes because I've been crying for an hour. And I was like, I don't want to go home to my mate because I don't, I'm not ready to be laughed at yet. <laughs> like, it's too raw. And I've always prided myself on stuff being not too raw. Like, there's no... My whole stance is there's no such thing as too soon. Right? You make the fucking jokes. And I remember sitting in the driveway for 10 minutes and looking in the mirror with my puffy eyes just being like, just let them go down, just let them go down. And then I walked in, because the living room used to be downstairs. I was like, I've got the front door. I'll just run to the shower. I'll get in the shower. And then I'll just claim that my... Finish crying. Aye. And I'll just claim that my puffy eyes are from the shower. You know? You know how showers work? <laughs> you know me? I shower face up. Yeah, there's a lot of pollen in the water this year. <laughs> I walked to the front door, and I think you were hanging up your coat, and you saw my face, and I was like, I just fucking came over. And you didn't say anything. You just hugged me. That's it. I had to be crying, I didn't know. I'd give you a hug. No. <laughs> it was me that needed the hug. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't confuse my weakness for kindness. <laughs> you saw you saw the look in my eyes. I came up, you came up and said, you, saw the, you clearly saw the tears in my eyes and just the fear. Just, I was just like, I'm just sad. I'm just sad. And you just hugged me. And it meant the and it was so nice because it was such a and it slowly grabbed your ass. Are you single now? <laughs> Look, normally I don't go for sloppy seconds. <laughs> but but is money. <laughs> but that's what I say is I've genuinely never had any struggle in my life that I've ever gone through that I've ever doubted being able to come <laughs> yeah, to you with in your life. In my I life. was only there from 2009. <laughs> I but my life didn't start till I met you. <laughs> oh, that's the last time we're moving from white wine uh, to red wine, mixing your grapes. <laughs> um, so now I'm back on to say something. Aye, like, aye. I appreciate you giving us time to think, but I still haven't thought of anything. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Yes, one. You are, you always like treat us to nice stuff all the time. You just like honestly, you like the sugar, don't you? <laughs> like with the blue and all, just buys a switch. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I think you suck a dick. Should I suck his dick? Um, and then, um, what did you do the other day? Because like, I'm like, I'd never. This is what I think is uh, a problem with some people is they'll they'll expect financial uh, backing off people. Expecting yeah. it, they'll, they'll see that there's a uh, de, 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 they'll see a difference between their financial situation and another person's financial situation, right. and then lean on theirs. And I, I'd never fucking ever do that to anybody. So as soon as I left um, 
Edinburgh the other day, I realised that uh, because you'd done a lot of stuff on fucking Just Eat and you booked the things for the uh, the uh, thing that we've done online. Oh, yeah, yeah, all so, that, yeah. So I, I text you just going, uh, what's the damage, how much do you for the thing? Yeah. And you were like, ah, I don't mention it. <laughs> I was just like, ah, it doesn't matter. It's all right. You know, just like, you know, it was a nice, nice feeling. I was just like, he's always doing nice stuff like that. Like, he's like, he's always... Taking us with you on your journey. <laughs> no, but it's not that. But it's also like I've genuinely thank you, first of all. Uh, but for me, it's always look. I've been very lucky in my career where it's come to. I've been secure financially for a period of time. But genuinely, what like, it makes a file the times you want to eat at the hotel restaurant. <laughs> It's my run. I just got a subway. It's fucking fifty yards away. Like I were fifty yards. I'm like I were fifty quid. <laughs> For me, it's always it's like there's the like life is fucking. But why would you not share everything? Like like. Uh, w- if I want something fucking fun to happen, right, and it's good for my fucking mates, we're going to have a fucking good time, and I can afford it, and if I can afford it without thinking of it, right, yeah. which, again, is a hugely privileged position to be in, but also, tough shit cunts, that's the position I'm in, right? I know it's unfair, but it is. Uh-huh. But, like, if I'm in that fucking position, why would you not ever just make sure that everyone else is having the best if you're having the best time and you can fucking expand that outwards why wouldn't you so I suppose it would be it would be like you know if you bought that switch and then went, like for yourself Oi. and then we went on tour and you're playing on your switch next to it on a flight car ha <laughs> <laughs> I just just send because you know you know fine well I totally just got straight to Dixon's in the airport and buy one and then just cancel one of my mates from the wedding invite list. <laughs> just looks like I can't afford them to eat at my wedding. <laughs> just sending you just sending you photos of uh, just me at the fucking Anderson Silva Whiteman fight. Uh, just being like, I now you can buy Natalie dinner. <laughs> Wish you were here, but not to the tune of a few quid. <laughs> I didn't wish that on. You took us to Vegas, that was nice. Oh, man. Yeah, you've always, you've but then also, I truly believe... You've always tried to like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I truly believe that if and when you're in that position, you'll be the same. Like, it's treat others how you... you. And I, I, do, I do pay for it, because I do find myself every now and again, I'll be in a, like a financial windfall where I've done it. Oh, mate, I've you've done also like a, bought me I've, stuff all the time. I've done it's a bunch of gigs in a row, and then like I'll be uh, suggesting cocaine to people who are like... Oh no, I've, I've fucking, they, they can't afford it. I'm like, I can afford it. Buy oh, come on, I can afford to buy me buddy some cocaine, and I'm not going to do that alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then it's a problem. <laughs> anyway, I love you, buddy. We've had a good hundred episodes <laughs> D- together. Ditto. <laughs> I love you too, Daniel. <laughs> Put the gun down. <laughs> Manufacturer, I do not have my dick out. <laughs> Right. So that's uh, Oh, do we have anything to plug? <laughs> Except for our <laughs> gaping arseholes. <laughs> yeah, that got really creepy just then. Uh, oh, yes. Friday, Saturday, we are in Paisley. Uh, Sunday, we are at Tringe. Tring? Tringe? Tring. Tring. I think it's like Tring. I think it's phonetically Tring. The place is called Tring. But because they're doing a play on the word fringe okay so they've put an A on the end and called it the Tringe so we're doing festival. the Tringe Comedy so, uh, Festival we're both doing our previews for our Edinburgh show yep 
then on which are coming across like, like we're pulling it out our ass again like the shows we've done, well, I we've actually done, think this year we've started earlier we've done the first three previews uh, mini previews not quite an hour and everything that we put into action become funny by the third day aye aye the shows are there uh, we're doing well so if anyone's in Tringe come along support us there that would be great uh, the Fringe ne- itself August all, well, of, next, all next of August week, uh, next week I'm in uh, LA but I'll be back by the Friday and Saturday to I think it's Cumbernauld and Creef we're in for Scottish people uh, have you got punch drunk next week? Yes, on the uh, fellow Scotsman Larry Dean and your fellow homosexual Larry Dean are both, <laughs> both doing the show. Uh, Larry Dean's fucking amazing. He's so he's good. Been a, he's been an actor I've been dying to get on punch drunk for a long, long Larry time. Larry Dean is genuinely so Wait, if you two punch drunks in a row, you've had two Scottish poofters. This is true. Yeah. Spread about. People are going to start to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Elna Tiernan, Irish Great. Elna Tiernan oh, yeah. is going to be on. Uh, it's fucking so, so far so fantastic. And then the, the third and final act on the bill is uh, Andy Askins. Oh, fucking hell. What a lineup, right? Who, he is the most asked about act, right? That's He's what they call him, Andy Askins. <laughs> <laughs> i better ask somebody. Um, so he is... The most audience members that you know, like a lot of audience members, will be like, "Hey, can we have like Dennis Sloss back?" Every now and again, he'll, that'll happen. Um, hey, can we have Martin Nelson back? Natalie gets annoyed, doesn't she? It's <laughs> annoyed. Uh, Phil Nichols, another one that gets regularly asked back. Uh, Denise Chapanda obviously gets asked back a lot. Andy Askins is up there with the most asked for acts out of the people I've had but he played the only ever January gig that we've done which is when we realised that people don't come out in January people hibernate in January people oh, have that Christmas blowout and then try and get fit and save money for January so we didn't have many people come to see him mm. but everybody that come to see him was like he's the best we've ever had let's get him back so the idea is fucking get him back in the summer fucking fill the rooms and he's going to fucking like, obliterate the joint great so that's that's going to be on the uh, I was about Monday, to Tuesday. In fact, a, w- a week a week today. So second, third, fourth. Second in Cramlington, third in uh, Blythe, fourth in Ashington, and this is the last time there's tickets available because September sold out. There isn't in August. September sold out. October's as good as sold out, and then November. So if you want to come to Punch Drunk between now and November, it's, it's get like, it it's get like, on now. All right, get it on. Uh, all right. Uh, your dad cuts his toenails with a can opener. The <laughs> <laughs> Swiss Army knife one as well, not even a good one. <laughs> um, your dad, your dad gnawed down, gnawed down an entire tree like a beaver. <laughs> it took him eighteen months. <laughs> your dad sucks onto the bottom of airplanes with his lips like those little fish on the bottom of sharks. <laughs> Your dad writes to nightclubs thanking them for a great night out in the morning after a session. Your dad's arse is so caked with shite that he has to grind on a cheese grater to get it off like a bear on a tree. (laughs) Your dad called someone's bluff when they said, put me in your suitcase. Her and name now he's on a manslaughter charge. <laughs> Her name was Madeline McCann. <laughs> she froze to death. Your dad uses marigolds as keeper gloves. <laughs> cool. Uh, your dad kept every nappy he, you ever wore and physically throws them in your face when he wants to. Wait, I'm going to do this again. <coughs> right, you know your dad. Aye. Right. 
You know, every time he changed an abbey. Aye. You know, instead of putting them in the bin. Aye. He kept them. Oh, aye. And every time he asks you to do something, you're like, oh, no, I can't be bothered. He physically throws a nappy in your face and goes, look what I did. He changed your <laughs> nappy, didn't I? He's got a point. Yeah. Your dad fills Smarty's tubes with prunes and uses it as a flashlight. <laughs> Smarty's tube. <laughs> That's a skinny old way. Right. Your, da- your dad went into you. Your dad went into you and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's three in the afternoon. Uh, your dad went into a unisex toilet and he wasn't sure what the container was beside the loo, so he reached in with his hand and he's never going to do that again. <laughs> because he's dead. He has AIDS. There's a mouse trap in it. Uh, your dad fills smartest tubes with prunes and uses it as a flashlight. <laughs> You're drunk as well, that's the one you did last No, changed it from flashlight to flashlight. <laughs> Wait, this is a long one. Your dad. Your dad started a huge group on WhatsApp with people from different friendship circles and then sent the plans for his birthday celebrations. A few of his friends made their excuses why they couldn't make it, but most of them left the group without saying anything. <laughs> and there's one of the two of the lads still left in the group that used it to drop inappropriate videos in of midget porn and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a tale as old as time. <laughs> I'll match your love with another one. Your dad is dead excited for this Saturday, right? Because it's his sixth attempt to join a Jackson 5 tribute band. He honestly has no idea why they won't let him join. But we all know it's because he hasn't fucked enough kids. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny, because that's what the white one did. <laughs> Your dad always loses his pen when he puts it behind his ear, so now he keeps it between his pucking up lips and his nose. <laughs> Uh, your dad can fit a banana in his mouth, close his mouth, and then spit it out tied in a double knot. <laughs> your dad had a dream that his waters broke and he woke up in a puddle of piss. <laughs> your dad gives a limp hand job. <laughs> your, your dad always carries dog leaves in his pocket just in case. <laughs> Uh, Are you done? Aye. i got one more. Go on then. Your dad can't be asked to pray every day. <laughs> so he's got a recording of him praying and he plays that on a daily basis <laughs> and just hopes God wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking life hack. <laughs> like, he's listening to billions of prayers. He's not going to notice. He's like, sure I had that one yesterday. <laughs> like, I know he's omnipotent, actually, but he's not pernickety. It actually, one way to get God's attention by waterboarding him with the same prayer <laughs> on a daily basis. Do you know my opinion with praying? Aye. Praying. Praying? Praying. Do you know I say tret instead of treated? Do you notice that earlier? Tret. Oh. Right, somebody treated someone like, nice. Like a part, past participle of treated as tret. It's not as treated. It's like jump and jump. That? Instead of jumped. Jamp is not a word. Jumped. Jamp. Jump. But Scottish people say a jamp. Yeah. A jump in the water, a jump yeah. in the river. Like, a jump um, to conclusions. We had a uh, unteach me sister this is from saying willant. You know, I will or willant. Uh-huh. You willant do that. And then like we're like it's won't. But like she got it eventually, obviously. Mm. She's an adult now. From <laughs> <laughs> saying willant. But like it's weird because like it was hard to reverse engineer that because we're taught at that like Aye. That's how language works. Aye. We should figure that out for ourselves. That willing should be the. Well, well, well not. Yeah. It's probably something to do with the fucking Latins. Fucking Latins. Them lot. So, uh, yeah, I've always said this we're praying, like, as if there is a God, which I doubt. 
As if he wants, if he wants us, <laughs> ring me. Ah, oh, he knows what I am. <laughs> I think I keep ringing me every day, like, hey God, I don't know if you're listening, but text back. Please, <laughs> TB. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, give me a bell if you want us. I'm sure you won't get an ego about it. Narcissus cunt. Right. Happy 100th episode. Delete the Elliot one. I will. Love you, bye. Muggins out.